Hello, this is Reverend Raymond Kaufman, pastor of the Log Cabin Community Church in Vinings, Georgia. Welcome to our podcast. Today, it's the very last Sunday of January 2021, and in our church service this morning, we took some time to pray for those people who, for a variety of reasons, are part of our church family here in Georgia and really all over the world that might listen to us on a podcast or have family or friends or been to our church or uh, are a part of us but aren't meeting with us on Sunday mornings. And I wanted to let you know that we're praying for you and thinking about you and your circumstances as we pray for safety and wellness. A few years ago, Ruth Graham, wife of evangelist Billy Graham, wrote in a book about a trip her and her husband had taken one time by auto. And for many miles, the road was under construction and there were long lines. And finally, they got to the end of all this construction and there was a sign, thankfully, that says, end of construction. Thanks for your patience. And she turned to her husband, Billy Graham, and she said, you know, you might want to put that on my gravestone. End of construction. Because in our Christian lives, we're never done growing. We're always growing and learning new things. Um, I wanted to talk to us today about faith, about deepening our faith. You know, there's three levels of faith. Uh, when we think, think about faith, I know uh, many times uh, someone will say, what is your faith? And I think they're talking about your beliefs. Um, well, I'm, uh, you might say I'm a Christian, I'm a Protestant Christian. Uh, someone may say I'm a Christian, but I'm Catholic. Someone may say, I'm Jewish, I'm Buddhist, I'm Hindu. That is their faith background. But when we talk about faith in the Christian life, we're not talking about what's in our head, what we believe, but I feel like today, let's talk about what's in our heart. This is our faith. And we hold on to our faith, and hopefully as we grow uh, physically, we're also growing spiritually. In the book of John, we read an analogy of the physical human development, and it ties into faith because in this passage, we, we read where John says, I write to you, dear children. Early in our Christian lives, we're in an infant state. We begin as infants, and we're always looking up to our parents for guidance and direction. And when we're new in the faith, we're, we're young, we're an infant, and we're just growing. We look up to others for guidance. And as a brand new Christian, we then realize that we're a child of God, and then then we become like a young adult or a teenager. And as teenagers, uh, we struggle with challenges spiritually, and we and we grow and work through that in our Christian lives. And then finally, lastly, the third phase is we become an adult. And when we become an adult, we we realize then that it, what it is to really have an intimate relationship with Him. It's one thing to know that you belong to the family of God. That's when you're an infant. And then when you're a teenager, that you know God's word, you're starting to grow. But then thirdly, it's another thing to know God intimately. And that's the goal of deepening our faith, is that we deepen our relationship with God. So today, let's quickly talk about five different processes we go through in our Christian life as we deepen our faith. First is our deepened faith is very planned. If we want to grow as Christians, uh, it's very intentional. We have to plan to, to develop ourselves in our spiritual life. 
So we develop ourselves by worship. That could be done on a Sunday morning or whatever your worship day is, but a corporate worship. But then also personally in our lives to pause and reflect and pray. And even in our prayer life to worship him. Uh, then it's to study, to to take God's word and and read it and to study it and to let it inspire us. It might be a poem that inspires you. It might be uh, a, a reading, uh, lyrics of a song. What really inspires you and touches you in your heart, in your soul? And then our prayer lives, to take time to pray, to pray, uh, asking God to meet our needs, but also thanking him for the blessings he brings into our lives, praying with latitude. And then a part of that faith, too, is listening as we pray to open ourselves up to listen to that still, quiet voice, and then being open to where God directs us. The second process is in deepening our faith is to be reminded that it is a process. Growth is not instant, and it happens in incremental stages. We know that children grow in small ways, my nephew's little daughter, we have, have fun watching her as she develops and grows. She's just turning in February, one-year-old. We saw her take her, her, her first bites of food. She's now starting to walk on her own. Uh, she's trying so hard to talk and communicate. And she's taking those incremental, incremental steps to grow up. And it's fun to watch. And in our Christian lives, too, we have to be reminded it's a process. You know, when you take a piece of fruit and you try to ripen it really quickly, have you ever tried to do that through various means? It never seems to taste right. It loses its flavor. So we have to be patient with ourselves, too. We can't hurry our Christian growth. Look back at how well you have handled the past 12 months. Look at all the changes that have taken place in your life, in your family, maybe in your job and in your home life, all with the, the changes that have taken place in 2020 in this first part of 2021, and then compliment yourself because it hasn't been easy. It takes a lifetime for us to grow and for us to mature. Then thirdly, to deepen our faith, it's very personal. There's no one size fits all to our spiritual growth. Everyone grows at their own pace by listening, by reading, by being in community with others, by talking and sharing. And so the circumstances of life and being in a community help us to grow. You know, there's a part of us when we're young, we're, we're spoon-fed, and that's the same, the same thing uh, spiritually. We go to church, we hear a sermon, but until you really get into your spiritual life and grow yourself, you'll find yourself really growing. It's, very, it's a very personal thing. The fourth step is reminding ourselves it's very practical. We grow by developing good habits. We've talked about prayer and, and meditation, about service and about giving, not giving of our finances only, but giving of our time and ourselves in unique ways. So it's very practical as well. And then finally, that last stage, number five, spiritual growth is very public. It's involved in community. When we come to worship and we're in relationship with other people, it helps us to grow. Sharing your concerns and sharing your worries. I talked to two women after church today about something that was going on in my life. And I said, would you please pray for me? And this one woman said, Raymond, I pray for you and your wife every day. That really meant a lot to me. 
And so in a community, you feel loved and you feel cherished. We grow best in community with others. Um, but it is not, but it is, but isn't life sweeter uh, with others that we can share it with? And that's how we experience it. It's about growing corporately because the faith is lived out in relationship to others. And we 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 see that in a in our church and in our Sunday school. That's why Jesus said that two of the most important things that we can do in life are one, love the Lord God with all of your heart. And number two is to love your neighbor as yourself. Loving God and loving your neighbor. Very important, very important things to do in our lives. And it causes a beautiful sense of camaraderie and community. You can learn to, you can't learn to love unless you really are learning to love other people. And we, we found we, we grow best in community. So yes, spiritual growth is very public. Five steps we've given today to grow spiritually. Your growth has to be planned. We're reminded it's a process. We know it's very personal in your lives. It has to be very practical, and then it becomes very public. My prayer for you is that you continue to grow. Please be reminded that you are being prayed for, you are missed, and you are loved. And until we meet again, may God bless you. As we close our service today, could we close it by reciting together the Lord's Prayer? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Thank you. God bless you.